Welcome to the Spirit of Prophecy Church, and we are going to be praying this morning for the Spirit of Prophecy Church. So let's start by putting on our full armor of God, because uh, this thing that I pray, I pray this starting part here every day. As a matter of fact, here of lately, I've been praying it in the morning and in the evening. So uh, Lou says, you need to write that down because people need to learn that. So let's get started. So, dear Heavenly Father, we ask you to forgive our sins, sins of our families, sins on Prophecy Club, Spirit of Prophecy Church, prophetic world, those associated with it, all the ministries and supporters. We put on our full armor of God, the helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, loins of the truth, and feet of the gospel. We pick up the shield of faith and sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. We ask you to place your ministering, protecting, and guardian angels all around us, our family, our finances, and possessions, so that no harm or evil befall us. We plead the blood of Jesus over our body, soul, spirit, mind, subconscious, subliminal areas, and all communications coming to, from, around, and concerning us. We ask you to lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil doing evil. Keep your hand upon us, enlarge our coast ministries, and bless us indeed. Now, Lord, we are asking to build your kingdom. We're asking that you would help that part of your body called the Spirit of Prophecy Church, that you would bring in people such as should be added. Amen. People that want to be used in the last days. As you know, there are so many of the churches out there that are so compromised. They're not reading from the King James Bible, but they're in all kinds of perverted versions. They're not into telling the people the truth. They're not telling them about prophecy. They're not warning them about the things of the last days. Instead, they're teachers having itching ears, saying, where is the promise of his coming? For since our fathers fell asleep, all things remain the same. And they are in a compromised position, in my opinion, and they are not getting their people prepared. So, Lord, the Spirit of Prophecy Church is that church, that part of your church that is trying to get people prepared for the last days. Not just in terms of prophecy, but also to win souls. To be able to lead people to you. To give an answer to those people when they start asking. So Lord, we would ask that you speak to the hearts of the people. All directions around the Spirit of Prophecy Church and online, that those people would come to the Spirit of Prophecy Church if they're able, if they're not, that they would tune in online and listen to the teachings at the Spirit of Prophecy Church. And Lord, we are while we have needs ourselves, while we have needs in our nation, we see our nation falling apart. This morning we're going to keep our prayers focused on building the Spirit of Prophecy Church, that part of your ministry called the Spirit of Prophecy Church, so that we can build your kingdom. So Lord, we would ask you to send your Holy Spirit out because you said that no one can call Jesus Lord except the Holy Spirit draws them. So we ask the Holy Spirit to be sent out in all directions around the Spirit of Prophecy Church and online to draw people to you, to bring them in such as should be added. Not just bring people that are going to cause splits and problems, but Lord, to bring people that would be blessings, people that will need a church, and people that need the church. People that need the church, the church needs them, both ways. People that need a family. 
Lord, we realize that a church is a family. You say in Hebrews 10, 25, forsake not the assembling yourselves together and so much the more as you see the day approaching. We see the day approaching. So we know it is very important that we assemble together. Assemble together to love one another, to help one another, to gain strength from one another, to learn, to follow in your footsteps. We ask you to help us to do that this morning, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Now remember, it's a five-minute limit. Next. Amen. Um, I was just thinking about that scripture. goes something like um, entering his, his courts with thanksgiving and praise. So I just want to uh, lead us in some thanksgiving, and I want everyone to just kind of pray amongst yourselves and, and unified together, thanking the Lord for, for things, for this church, and for your life. So, Lord, I thank you for, um, for that we're all able to meet this morning, and I thank you, Lord, for brothers and sisters that are true and that are seeking you and that are walking in your ways, Lord, uh, when it's, it seems like it's a time to hard to find that. Very grateful, Lord, for that, and I just thank you for this building, um, a place to meet at. I thank you, Lord, for, for the servants here that are here to serve like Christ and to make everything run and for good teaching and for the musicians and for everyone that's here has a place in the kingdom and everyone's important. And, Lord, I thank you for all of them. I thank you, God, for the callings that you have for each one of us, Lord. And I pray that you would use us and you would show us our gifts if we don't know them and that they would be put into play for the church and the edification of the church. Lord, I thank you for everything that you've done. I thank you for Jesus who said, not my will, but your will be done when things got really hard and went through with it, even though he despised um, the hatred and the and the shame that came with it. He, he stuck... Um, he stuck through it for the cross and for us and for love. And, Lord, we ask when, when, when things are hard for us that we would continue to look forward and to look for what's to come, heaven. And I thank you, God, that we are born again, born of God, here to serve. And, Lord, I ask for um, that you would just be with us this morning in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, Lord. Oh, Lord, our strength and our redeemer, Lord Jesus. We thank you for this morning, Lord. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are a good God, Lord. Lord, that you answer prayer, Lord Jesus, that you go before us, Lord. You even say, stand back and see me fight, Lord. Lord Jesus, you are the one that goes before us, Lord. Help us to go behind you, Lord, knowing that you are our Redeemer, Lord Jesus. We thank you for this church, Lord Jesus, and we thank you for your word, Lord. Lord, we ask that you really bring the right people, Lord. The right people, Lord Jesus. The people that see what's happening, Lord. Because you, Spirit, Lord, has been teaching them and moving them, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for this time, Lord. We're excited of everything you're going to be doing, Lord Jesus. Because you're the mighty God, Lord. Mighty God.
There's no one like you, Lord Jesus. Lord, things that I have not seen, no ear heard, no has entered into the heart of man are the things that you have prepared for them that love them. I love you, I'm sorry, Lord. And Lord Jesus, though, sometimes we walk, Lord, we walk and we don't see, Lord, we see to a glass darkly, Lord. Help us to look to you, Lord. You said, Lord, I'm sorry. One of you men of God said, Lord, that, um, Lord Jesus, that I will not give unto the Lord that which has cost me nothing, Lord. That was David, Lord Jesus. We pray, Lord Jesus, that you really put a fighting heart, Lord Jesus, fighting for you, Lord, Lord, and going with your word, Lord. We know what that's going to cost, Lord. That's going to cost our lives, Lord. But, Lord Jesus, help us to be giving it willingly, Lord, knowing, Lord Jesus, that you are the God that answers prayer, Lord. You are the great El Shaddai, Lord, the almighty God, Lord. Lord, so thank you, Jesus, for this time. Thank you, Lord, for this church, and thank you, Lord, for all the people that you're going to be bringing in, Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We come to you in your Son, Jesus Christ, true Jesus Christ of Nazareth's name, through the power and leading of the Holy Spirit. I thank you, Father. You fill us with your Spirit. And let us walk in the Spirit. Let us discern in the spirit what see and what's going on, Lord. We don't look at the right or the left. We look at you, and we have a confidence, confidence in our Lord Jesus Christ. No matter what happened, Lord, we will not be shaken, Lord. The fire can come. The water can try to swallow us, Lord, but you are with us because you never leave us and forsake us, Lord. So now, Lord, I'm asking, we all asking as a corporately, Lord, because you care so much about your church. So even before the foundation was built, Lord, you made a plan for the church. And you put your son, Jesus, as the head of the church. So equip us, empower us as the body of Christ. So we'll listen to the headship of Jesus Christ. And know what to do and how to do it and quickly submit ourselves to you. So I ask you, we ask you to empower each and every one of us here. Everyone have the task to do. We have the part to play. Pastor Stan has his, Leslie has hers, and I have a mine. And when we try to fit into somebody else's piece puzzle, Lord, we, we mess things up. It doesn't fit. So I ask you to give us revelation, knowledge, understanding of who we are through Christ Jesus and his blood at his finished work at the cross. And you baptize us with the spirit of God, Lord, and you sending us out everywhere we go, even in the church. 
When we are together, we're stronger. So let us have a unity in this place through you, Spirit of God. And I ask you to just go out and touch souls, souls you call into this church. Like-minded brother and sister, we need you come in here and let us reason together. Let us sing in hymns and prayer in, in the known tongue and unknown tongue. And we worship God together. We share things together and we encourage one another. Those kind of brother and sister we're looking for, Lord, we ask that to be brought them to here right now in Jesus' name. Lord, I also the increase of our discernment in our church as a body of Christ in this here and this place, Lord, so we know how to discern good and the bad, Lord. Let us not be staying in and drinking milk all the time. Let us grow up and chew meat and digest it. In Jesus' name. So I ask you, Lord, to bless Spirit of Prophecy Church because we overcome by the blood of Lamb and words of our testimony, and we love not our life unto that, Lord. So if, if one of us is not ready for that, we ask you to encourage and empower their heart so they be ready when that time does come. Lord, we rather not, but if it needs to be, we will do it, Lord, through you, Spirit. It's not my power nor might. It's through the Spirit of God which is operating this church. And I also ask for all the gifting to flow in here because we don't come with the, uh, the, the uh, enticing word. We come with the demonstration of a power through the Holy Spirit, Lord. And that's the evidence. And that's what we ask for this morning. Lord, I thank you for the breath of life you've given to all of us. And this is the new day. So let us get up and rejoice and let us move and do your word, Lord. So I praise and worship you, Lord, because who you are. I love you. We love you. We worship you. And I pray this in the precious name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Just pray in agreement with me. Right now we put on our full mark, God, our helmet of salvation our shield of faith, our sword of the spirit, our gospel feet shot. We are standing on the word, the precious word of God. And Lord, we ask that you would just protect us from the top of the head to the soles of our feet, all around about us, our family, friends, and loved ones, that you would guide us and direct us and give us 100% correct decisions. And Father God, that you would be our shield from those fiery darts that none can get through or penetrate. And Lord, we ask right now that you would just protect us and our families and all those who are unsaved, that you put a hedge of protection all around about them as well, subconscious, subliminal, and all surrounding areas. And Lord, right now we ask that in the name of Jesus, we pray in agreement of all the removal of interferences of the devil against the growth of this church by the blood of Jesus Christ. And we are praying against any and all interferences of weather, transportation challenges, and every other thing that may hinder in the influx of souls into our services. Would therefore I say unto you, what things ye, soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Right now, Lord, we do, we ask 
two or more are gathered father god there you are in the midst of them you ask because you did not re you you receive because you did not ask lord right now we are asking for the souls to be funneled in father god that you would call them into your kingdom that we would be the warriors on the front line prepared and ready to go to battle and bring those in with us lord to fight the good faith and to fight for your name to come closer to you lord in the name of jesus and they overcome him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony and they love not their lives unto death lord we ask right now that you would just start tugging on those hearts those ones that you need to bring into the salvation lord get us prepared we ask right now that you would give us that open opportunity you say open up the doors and no man can shut and shut the doors and no man can open father god we ask right now that you can open up those hearts to those people we can lead them to you that they would not live and they would not love into their lives but they would love you lord in the name of jesus amen dear heavenly father we boldly come before your throne room of grace, of mercy, full of praise and adoration for who you are. Father God, your word tells us to speak forth those things that are not as though they were. So I thank you for the church. I thank you for the new location. I thank you for the full sons, the fulfillment of the sons and daughters for this ministry. So that as the Lamb's book of life is fulfilled, we have the capacity, the infrastructure, we're ready to do as you will. Father, for great, great and marvelous, not just great, but marvelous, great and marvelous are thy works. So may this ministry be one that, that plants the seeds for those rivers of living water so that as they come forth, they can bring more and more and more fulfillment to that Lamb's Book of Life. Father, I thank you that the new location is full of people. I see the auditorium full. I see the praise and worship team full. I see the ministry full. I see the Sunday school rooms full. I see the nursery full. I thank you, Father, for this fulfillment. I thank you for allowing us to do such. To be your son, to be your daughter, and to do your work. Nothing greater. Nothing greater. Nothing greater. Father God, we love you. We thank you so much for this opportunity. We call it done in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You are mighty, Lord. Lord, you are mighty, Lord. Thank you for this Gideon's band, Lord. There's little people, Lord. Not too many, but just enough, Lord. And you're going to bring other ones safe, same-minded, Lord, that have the same heart, Lord, the heart that you put on us, Lord, to be fighters for you, Lord. 
Lord, to resist the enemy. Lord, and you said he will flee from us, Lord. Help us to be fighters for you, Lord. Lord, fighters. Lord, that's what we need, Lord. Fighters, Lord Jesus. That will not budge to the enemy, Lord. That will not go back, but go forward, Lord. Because you are before us, Lord. We are to stand back and see you fight, Lord. And we are just going to go right behind you, Lord. Because you are the mighty God. Lord, you answer prayer. Lord, you always answer prayer, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Jesus, for, Lord Jesus, how you move, Lord, how you answer our prayer, every prayer, Lord Jesus. You answer maybe not in our time or when we think, Lord, but at the end we can see how you move whatever it was in front, Lord, all impossibilities, Lord, you move out of the way because you are that kind of God, Lord. El Shaddai, Lord, the all-powerful God. Lord, if it's not made, you will make it, Lord, because that's the kind of God we have, Lord Jesus. And we thank you, Jesus, Lord, like my brother said, Lord, he's going to see this whole, a whole bunch of people coming, Lord. But, Lord, we ask that. That bunch of people, Lord, will be fighters for you, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, uh, as the world gets darker and darker, Lord Jesus, you are the light of the world, Lord. You are the one that is going to go before us, Lord. So, Lord Jesus, we ask, Lord, that you sift those people, Lord Jesus, that all... Uh, the ones you don't want them to come, Lord, they, they won't come, Lord. And you bring, Lord Jesus, the fighters, Lord Jesus, the one that's going to stand together, Lord. With this two or three gathering your name, you are there in the midst of them, Lord. Lord Jesus, so we thank you for what is coming, Lord. We thank you that you're going to keep us faithful. We thank you that you're going to give us the way. In the middle where there's no way, Lord Jesus, because you are the way, the truth, and the life. Thank you, Jesus, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Chili today, hot tamale. <laughs> Father in heaven, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to lift the ceiling off of SOP Church, the blocking spirit that is permitting us from expanding. I ask you to open up the windows of heaven and pour us out a blessing for the faithfulness that we've had, that Pastor Stan and Prophet Leslie have had for years and years of years of sowing into your kingdom, of sowing over your people, teaching and training and equipping thousands upon thousands upon thousands. And Lord, the prophecies that we've had in the past, I call them forth. Come and manifest now in Jesus' name. We decree expansion. I say in the spirit realm, the walls of Jericho must come down or we loose the holy angels of Yahweh to push those walls of Jericho down flat and we will go over into the promised land. I ask you to increase the anointing in this church and the ability to shift the kingdom of heaven however that needs to be done. Lord, we partner with you so that we can move how you want to move we can do what you want to do 
We welcome the Holy Spirit to come and have your way in this church, in this place, Lord. And I call for the miracle angel to come and be in our midst for signs and wonders that we will raise the dead, cast out demons, cleanse the lepers, and all those things that the Word says that we can do. We believe we can do those things in your name by the Spirit of God. I'm calling for the latter rains to come in this springtime season to finish off the crop, to make the harvest abundant, um, 30, 60, 100 fold, and even more. Lord, you can expand what we need to be done, what we're calling for. I ask you to bring the former rains and now finish it off for the latter rains. Help us to get ready for the harvest, Lord, the souls and the healings and the deliverances that you're going to bring to SOP. I command the holy angels of Yahweh God to shift the atmosphere and to bring the blessings of the Lord upon us. Give us favor with God and man. Lord, give us the supernatural connections in the spirit that we need, and also give us the supernatural connections in the natural realm that we need with people of influence that can open doors that we can't even fathom that we don't know about yet that you know about that we need to have those connections so i ask you to do that for us lord so that we can advance your kingdom father in heaven we want to go up higher in the spirit amen we ask you to hear the cry of this body today and on the internet crying to expand this church and lord we expect you to answer this prayer because we know when we go boldly into the throne room with praise and thanksgiving that you hear the cry of our heart. And I know the angels have already been sent out with our blessing. And Lord, I ask you to let them fight through the second heaven and bring this to pass. Let it manifest for us. We decree that we are an army and we're ready to cross the Jordan and that we are going to slay all those giants and put Satan under our feet once and for all. It doesn't matter what is manifesting in front of us because we don't fight flesh and blood and we walk by faith and not by sight. And Lord, we apply the blood of Jesus upon the SOP church and I command the death angel to see the blood, to hear the blood and to break your grip and pass over. You must pass over SOP church. I curse that death angel and I break your power and your assignment. Go back to where you came from in Jesus' name. I decree SOP Church will live and not die and expand in Jesus' name. Father, we ask you to let the Spirit of the Lord come down upon all of us for the glory of the Father. Let this SOP Church be a Mark 16, 17, and 18 body with signs following. We don't chase signs. They follow us. Let this be a sign for all those on the Internet and outside let them come in and see the Spirit of the Lord moving, because we walk by faith and not by sight. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Father God, for waking us up this morning and uh, blessing this day. Father God, use uh, the Spirit of Prophecy Church, all the members. Use them as a vessel for your honor and glory in Jesus' name. And also, Father God, I ask you, just as it states in Jeremiah, uh, use us as weapons of warfare. Uh, use 
us as battle axe to destroy the kingdom of darkness uh, right now in the name of Jesus, Father God. We loose uh, warfare into the enemy's camp, Father God. We know that the harvest is ripe, Father God. Use us uh, to uh, um, plow that ground and to bring in the uh, harvest. And Lord, plant the seeds that need to be planted, Father God, on a good ground. And Lord, you water it, Father God, with your word. Loose your Holy Spirit, Father God, to convict the souls to the loss and, and, and bring them into the fold, Father God, in Jesus' name. And Lord, expand the spirit of prophecy, uh, church, to uh, bring in the souls. Um, and Lord, just loose your spirit of truth, Father God, because we know there's a lot of deception because... Uh, Satan and the kingdom of darkness is uh, deceiving the world and a lot of people are lost and, and, and they got a veil in their eyes. And Lord, we pray that you loose the scales off their eyes right now, Father God, in the name of Jesus. And, and whatever's blocking their ears um, from hearing the gospel truth, Father God, we pray that you remove them right now in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray, Father God, that... Uh, Lord, we just pray that you loose your Holy Spirit, Father God, to bring in the laws, Father God, to expand this church. Use us as a vessel in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we're praying for the explosion of your true signs and wonders, not of the enemy. Father, in the name of Jesus, we're praying for healing and miracles among the Spirit of Prophecy Church members and in our services. Father, in the name of Jesus, we know and believe, therefore, that many will be drawn by multiple multitudes and into the kingdom, into his church, according to Acts 5, 12 through 14. By the hands of the apostles many uh, were many signs and wonders wrought among the people, and they were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. And each and, and, and other rest, there's no man join himself to them, but the people magnify them. And the believers were the more added to the Lord and multitudes of both men and women. In Jesus' name uh, we pray, amen. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus, the name above all other names, we pray according to 2 Corinthians 4, 4 through 6, to break the religious spirit, break the bondage and religious mindsets that hold people in spiritual blindness and keep people from recognizing their needs to be saved. That you would soften their hearts and that they would know the truth and it would make them free and that they would... And that we pray that SOPC would experience a supernatural growth. And that we pray in agreement that all members of the church be empowered with a fresh zeal, courage, and boldness that comes from you. That they just want to do for your kingdom and your kingdom alone. In Jesus' name we pray this. Amen. Father, we thank you for this morning, for every household in this church and everyone watching online. 
I'm asking you this morning to prepare our hearts for the times to come, to give us the strength, the boldness, to give us the power to preach your word, regardless of the timing of what we're living. Thank you, Father, because you've been faithful to us, to this church, to this country, which has hosted many, many, many Christians along these years. Thank you, Father, because we know your ways are perfect, your thoughts are perfect, and way better than ours. And whatever we think and we say and we prepare for, we know your ways are going to be higher than ours. And we thank you for that. We ask you to reveal when time comes, to reveal to this church what we need to do. I not only pray for a bigger church, but also to build a church in each one of these households represented in this church. There are many churches here that I see exploding, and not only one. I see a church in each one of these head of households, and we need to be prepared because God is going to give us the growth. Thank you, Father, for this time. Thank you, Father, for our pastors and our, all of our leaders who have been preparing us for, for many, many years. Thank you, and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Body of Christ, join me. Join me, say, praise the, Lord. praise the Lord. He is worthy to be praised. He is the, the creator. There's none he did not create, including his church. Even the Lucifer was a creation. He's in a short leash. My father, your father in heaven controls the all. Everything. Everything in him is through him. And he holds everything together, including SOP Church, Spirable Prophecy Church, just in case you don't know the abbreviation. I thank you, Father, for who you are. I thank you for your love for us. I thank you for you have a plan as a whole, but especially the Spirit of Prophecy Church, as a corporately and individually, Lord. Because it's not accident we're here. And I know you already have names written to come to this church. So whatever is blocking, I remove it in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Right now, you be ceased from this church. Go in Jesus' name. Every mountain, every barrier is been blocking in the realm of a spirit. I say be flattened. Be flattened now in the name of Jesus. And we will walk over in Jesus' name. We will establish what you have for us. The assignment you have for this church, we will do it, Lord. Through your spirit. Your spirit because you don't call us because we're good or we're ready. You equip us and you give us the ability to do it. And you show us, show us the map of your plan exactly so we know what to do 
when to do it and where to go. Through you, Spirit, Holy Spirit, you are our comforter, you are our truth, you are our advocate, you are our teacher. You never leave us. You, you, God give to us because you, you are so important. So I acknowledge you, Holy Spirit. So I ask you, Holy Spirit, to empower the sleeping giants right now. Rise up! Rise up from the complacency. You're just sitting and be comfortable. Get up. Put fire under their behind. And so everybody can get up and know what to do by the power of the Holy Spirit. So I thank you, Father, for who you are. We love you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Blood of Jesus. Blood of Jesus. Blood of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Blood of Jesus. Lord, we call out to you right now in the name of Jesus. By the stripes on your back is the reasons we are healed. And we are here today fighting the good faith, Father God. We thank you for keeping a roof over our heads, food to eat, and a place that we can call out your mighty name. And we are free and free indeed. Father God, we ask that you right now, you would give us more souls, more souls in the name of Jesus. Open up those gates, Father God. Press down, shaking together, it'd still be running over. More souls we ask for right now. You said we ask and we shall receive. And Father God, we do right now. Prepare a way. Turn those hearts from the wicked way. Let them see and hear you, Father God. Right now we ask that we are praying in the Holy Ghost to come down a rushing mighty wind. Shine on your church as a beacon of light, drawing souls to us, Father God. By your Holy Spirit, with a shout from the heaven, let them hear in the Spirit be drawn to us. We want more souls, Father God. Holy Spirit, to breathe upon every piece of outreach material, such as flyers, DVDs, media pages, videos, YouTube, and any other instrument, turning each avenue into anointing sickles of harvest. Lord, right now we do, we ask, we call them in, and we open up those gates right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for the Spirit of Prophecy Church. It's a mighty church. It's a powerful church. You called me here years ago, and it has helped me to grow in so many awesome ways. And it's helping the world grow. It's helping people grow. And I ask you to move upon the hearts of all the people that are watching this right now online or hear the DVDs or see the videos or whatever, hear Stan on his talks, that you touch their hearts and minds. You draw them close. You draw them in. You prick their heart to where they cannot deny the truth of your word and the power that you have allowed this church to grow in. This church was small. It's getting bigger and it's bigger. You've opened the doors for this ministry, my Lord. And I know you're going to continue to open the doors more and more and more. It's just starting to be a worldwide ministry, but it's going to be even greater than that. We're going to bring thousands of souls in for you, my Lord. And it's not us. It's you working through us that allows us to do these things. And I just want to thank you for the church. And I thank you for the growth that's coming. I know it's coming. I proclaim it. And I decree it to be so. This church will grow. We will win souls for you. There will be many come to you this day in Jesus Christ's precious name. Amen. Thank you, God. Lord, your word says in Job that 
you take away the heart of the chief of the people so that they wander in the wilderness. Lord, I ask that the heart condition for the leadership here, that you speak directly and bypass um, anything of man, that they can understand, that they can comprehend the height and depth of your love, that they know the deep and secret things, the shewing of hard sentences, the dissolving of doubts, and the interpretation of a matter. God, I, <clears throat> I ask that you would forgive us for judging other people, for a judgmental heart, um, for not speaking your word in love at times at Spirit of Prophecy Church. I ask that you would forgive us for the times that we called your church building ugly and thought that it was not sufficient and not enough. God, we're thankful for what you provide, and what you provide is more than enough. Lord, I equip our angels with all, uh, all necessary items in the storehouses of heaven, um, oil for healing, the balm of Gilead, materials for a new building, um, materials, teaching materials, um, and <clears throat> revelational knowledge and understanding, and an oil, an anointing oil that will unite this body closer together as one. I plead the blood of Jesus over all of the children associated with this ministry, those online, um, and those in the corporate body here present. And I come against all attacks of Satan, uh, trying to teach our children witchcraft through uh, media devices right now. I plead the blood of Jesus over their mind, body, heart, soul, spirit, consciousness, and subconsciousness, and all subliminal areas. Everywhere that the enemy went in and got a stronghold and a foothold, I loose it right now. I break your bonds, and I break it in the mighty name of Jesus. And I say that you cannot have our children and that they're going to learn to walk in the glory and the power of God. I bless them right now with understanding and hearts for Jesus and a, and a mouth and a voice to speak forth your word without any fear and trembling except before you, God. You're powerful and you're mighty, and I call it done in the name of Jesus. Amen. So you may be saying, so exactly what do you folks there at the Spirit of Prophecy Church believe? I mean, why are you doing these prayers, asking more people to come in? I mean, if you were doing it right, wouldn't it already be growing? Well, we do live in a time when teachers have been hired that have itching ears. We live in a time when people not endure sound doctrine. And so what does the Spirit of Prophecy Church believe? Well, in the very simplest of terms, we believe that you should not be compromised. That means that we believe in the King James Bible, the original, the authorized King James Bible. And if it's in there, we believe it, and we do our best to follow it. Amen? Amen. Okay. Now, are we perfect? No. But it is our desire to be. If we could just continue to do it right once in a while, we would be perfect. We would follow those, those laws of the King James Bible. We believe in an on-fire, born-again, soul-winning, tongue-talking Christian. We believe in the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. And if you don't have speaking in tongues, you don't have the other eight. We believe that you should walk out the faith. We should believe that you, you should have the fruits of the Spirit. Um, we believe in learning the whole Bible. 
When we went to Malaysia, uh, I was invited to speak at a church there, and they'd only been going about two years, and they had 300 people in Malaysia. Now, this is a Muslim nation, and I was amazed. I'm thinking, where'd you get 300 people in Malaysia to come to a church? So I started talking to him, and I asked him, I said, so I'm going to be talking on Revelation. He said, yeah, I read it once. And this is the pastor. <laughs> yeah, I read it once. I said, well, what, what do you teach? He said, well, we only teach out of the book of Acts here. There's 66 books in the Bible. This guy's built a church with 300 people, and the only thing they're learning is the book of Acts. You see a problem with that? So if they don't know about the mark of the beast, guess what? Yeah, big problem. Okay. So what do we do at the uh, Spirit of Prophecy Church? We try to learn all 66 books. We try to walk the walk of Jesus. We try to follow him in his footsteps. We don't make it, but that's at least our goal. I would say that we're also a five-fold church, meaning that we believe in apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, and evangelists, and the intercessors. Leslie teaches a school of the prophets, which is called Train, of the, Train the Prophets. And then the pastor here does this little program of Bible prophecy. It's called the Prophecy Club, which, by the way, we just hit 90,000 subscribers this past week. So we're real excited about that. And someone said, well, you need to be on some of the other platforms. I, won't, I started to say the name, but I won't say the name. And actually, we are. We're on like eight different platforms out there. It's just that YouTube is the biggest one. It's bigger than the other eight combined. So it's, it's a lot bigger. Now, <clears throat> we had a leadership. Here, I got some good news. We had a leadership meeting, and I've had uh, several of the leaders within the leadership team come to me. Are we going to do a sevenfold miracle crusade? Are we going to do a, a solemn September assembly this year? I mean, how many meetings are we going to? What, what are you going to? And I said, I do not have meeting in my heart. I said, I've been praying about it. And I said, I do, I do not see a sevenfold miracle crusade. I do not see a solemn assembly. I don't see any meetings coming up other than the one Leslie has planned called Train the Prophets. But as I was sitting there, I believe the Lord spoke to my heart and said, we do need to have a solemn September assembly. Now, here's the problem. Because we are a lukewarm nation, true, okay, and because we like things easy and we like things convenient, it's going to take a little bit more resilience to put this together. So I just looked up, and I believe, if my memory serves me correct, it's September 25, 26, and 27. Anyway, it's a Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, and it's Sunday at sundown. So we Americans like to have our meetings on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so it doesn't interfere with work. So then the question comes down, is it worth our time to take off a couple of days from work to go and pray? Oh, you know, we got to fit God in. God's got to fit into the cracks. You know, we got our life, you know. Well, these feasts are moving according to the moon and not according to our job. <laughs> and so if we're going to do this, it's going to be a Friday evening, excuse me, a Saturday do it right here. Sunday evening, all day Monday, all day Tuesday until Tuesday evening. 
Now, why? Well, the flesh part of me wants to say, I don't want to do this again. I don't want to. I'm just being honest here, okay? I'm, 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 I'm talking about the flesh part of you here, too. Okay, I don't want to do this again. I don't want to have to fast 48 hours again. I don't want to have to pray for, through the night 48 hours. I don't want to have to do this again. But on the other hand, our nation is in more trouble today than we were last year, than we were the year before, than we were the year before. And you might be saying, well, can't some other churches pray like this? Well, yes, they can. But they don't. At least not that we're hearing anyway. So if it is to be, it's up to me. So we, in my opinion, and I kept praying, Lord, touch me and confirm if we're supposed to do the spirit of prophecy, uh, or, or excuse me, the, the solemn September assembly. And it's like he spoke to me very, very, very softly and said, I've already said yes once. You need to decide that your nation needs the prayer. <sighs> okay. It has to be something we decide to do. And then when we decide to do it, the Lord is going to show up. Well, why don't you get another sevenfold miracle crusade? Well, here's what's on my heart for that. When I start seeing sevenfold miracles, we'll start scheduling sevenfold miracle crusades. It doesn't take long to schedule a meeting when God's in it. When miracles start, guess what? A couple of weeks, we can have a meeting, right? So which is more important, sevenfold miracles or Psalm September Assembly, 48 hours of fasting and prayer? Well, first you have the prayer, then you get the miracles, right? So I think what we have to do is to say, okay, this is not going to be easy. It's going to cost me some money. It's going to cost me a couple of days off. I'm going to have to give a couple of days of my vacation time. Oh, but I wouldn't <laughs> give my vacation time to go pray. Or would we? You know, this past week, I think it was Thursday, I put out a, a video called... It will start in 2022, the second half of 2022. It'll start in the second half of 2022. And Coverstone's got another dream, which I'm going to probably discuss this next week. Everything I know about Bible prophecy, about the modern prophecies, everything I see is America has stumbled several times. We missed several things. For example, the right guy should have got in come November 3rd, 2020. But the wrong guy got in due to cheating. And there should have been corrections. There should have been people standing up and fighting for righteousness. Hasn't happened. Hasn't happened near enough. So if we don't pray, we might just lose our nation. Now in England, when they lost England to the evil, they moved to America. So tell me where do Americans move when we lose America? Yeah, yeah, heaven. Yeah, heaven. 
heaven is about right. So we got to pray. Now, for you folks online, hopefully you have spotted that there's some serious Christians in this church. Hopefully you're online and you're praying. But if you're in the DFW area, you need to get your, as the prophet said here, you need to get your behind down to this church <laughs> and plant it in one of these pews. Be a part. Why? Why should I do that? Then I have to give tithes. Well, wait a minute. Uh, we have to give our tithes whether we attend or not. Right? Okay. Why do I have to come? Because there's a day when you're needing a babysitter that you might find the babysitter in church. Now, that's a very, very minor, minor example. But there's a time when you need the church, when you need a friend, when you need a family. Right? Yes. On the other hand, there's a time when the church needs the member. Okay? So it's a win-win. It's a, we work together on this thing. It's not easy fighting the devil, but it's a whole lot easier when you have a friend. There's, it's been said that a person can get on a railroad track, but they can only walk four or five steps before they fall off of that rail. But you put two people, one on each one of the rail, and they lock arms, and they go and walk for miles. Because why? They're balancing each other out. That's why, in my opinion, it is really better for a man and woman to be buried than live a single life. And because they can balance each other. I mean, I've got to straighten out Leslie all the time. <laughs> yeah, no, she's not in here. That's the reason I would say it. She would go. <laughs> no, I mean, there's, there's, there's times when I balance her. Not very often, but <laughs> there's times. We need each other. We need Jesus. I love you guys. You guys are my family. I love you. I love you. I do. I love you. And so for those of you in the DFW area within, oh, but I have to drive an hour to get there. Well, I wouldn't want to do that. Would you, Brandon? I mean, they drove from Abilene three hours one way for over a year. Finally said, oh, enough of this. They moved here. How many of you drive at least 30 minutes to get here? That's 60% of the hands. How many of you drive 45 minutes to get here? <laughs> That's 45% of the hands. How many of you drive an hour to get here? Ugh. That's three hands. There's already people driving an hour. So if you're an hour away from the Spirit of Prophecy Church, or two hours, or three hours, then you have no excuse. We have one lady that lives in Houston arranges her schedule since she's a flight attendant to be in here as often as she possibly can. I have people email me, Stan, I live here in Kentucky, or I live in wherever. Is there a, a church like you guys? Can you send me to a church in the area? No. Most of them are compromised. So, Take advantage of what God has put together here and get here. Okay.
So we are 11 minutes past time here. So you, yeah, <laughs> we'll take a quick break and be, we'll be right back. God bless you. Good morning to Spirit of Prophecy Church. Hallelujah. It's January the 23rd. It means yesterday, number 22 was my favorite, right? So, anyway, um, and by the way, for January the 22nd, welcome to Kate's sister, her twin sister, Nancy. She had a baby girl yesterday, Zoe Grace. She's got a picture of her. She's really adorable. Everything apparently just went really well, so praise the Lord for that. That's awesome. Um, so this is Bryce up here. Any cutie pie? He just turned seven yesterday, right? Seven yesterday? Wow. So we're going to sing to him in just a minute, but he is holding up a piece of paper here. It says, this is for on February the 19th. There's going to be, um, for those who want to come to a training for deliverance and also just to be uh, coming, maybe if you want to do the Zoom, you can, but all the information is on this piece of paper here, and you can get that flyer before you leave, and it's on the back table. So that's on February the 19th for anybody that's interested in coming to that. Or you can hand that to Sharonda if you would. Okay. And I'm so excited for Prophet Soon He. Here's her book. Finally, the long-awaited arrival of her book. And it says, From Darkness to Light. And it says, So to Slavery and How I Escaped. And so it's her. It's a testimony. You know, there's so much. She just talks about human trafficking going on in our news all the time. I mean, this is such a timely book, so I encourage you to get this. And you'll be able to order from their website, right, here soon, right? And soon, very soon, and, uh, which is whitehorseoutreach.com. So you'll be able to do that. But also, for those of you here at the church, if you'd like to get one before you leave, and I encourage you to do so, support her and, and Lou, and it's uh, just a $15 donation and I'm sure she'll say I love you, somebody in there, right? <laughs> Sign her name. But, uh, Sunny, congratulations. Really, really, really happy. Yes. Yes, we're, we're, we're so excited. It's a beautiful book, and so we're excited about that. So they'll be on, it's at the back table, and you can just give your donation for that. All right. Um, we'll sing happy birthday to him, and then we'll do yours. Before we finish up with announcements, come over here by me so you're a little closer here. Uh, let's let's stand. Let's sing "Happy Birthday" to Bryce before we pray and get everything going today. Have a few more announcements too. So I encourage you, all of you in here, dig in your pockets. Credit cards are welcome. Oh, there you go, right now. See, the kids know what to do. They know what to do. Come on up and give him some. Look and see, the kids know what to do, right? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Bryce. Whoa. Happy birthday to you. Look at this. Keep on coming. Keep on coming. A check made out to him is fine, too. <coughs> An Amazon gift card, anything. Yes. I mean, I'll be 65 here soon, so... Save up. That's on February the 3rd. She, has, she won't take anything less than I mean, $50. Almost, I mean, you know, they're almost as tall as me. I should be able to pass, right? So, no. At least for a 12-year-old. Oh, so Look at this. Look at this. Look at this money. Money, honey. Look at you. All right, so what do you have to say to everybody? Thank you. Aww, happy birthday, young man. 
All right, be careful going down there. Melissa will help you so you don't lose all your money. Actually, I got Melissa doing five different things, so somebody can help him. Girls, his sisters, hands off. (laughs) Don't help him that much. (laughs) You can count it for him. That'd be great. Oh, goodness. All right, I'll turn it over to Sharonda for a moment. Good morning. Good morning. How are we today? Awesome. You may be seated, by the way. No, keep standing. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the queen's folks. <laughs> so we do have the School of the Prophets coming up April 21st through the 24th. We want anybody here at church to attend. Seats are limited. Who is planning on attending? Okay, good. I need somebody awesome. to write names down for me with hand, who has hands up. Sorry. <laughs> All right, so uh, make sure that you see Sharonda. Yeah, keep your hands up so Brandon can get your names. I got you, Doug. <laughs> yep get with me we'll go over pricing we can do payments get with me we'll get it going especially the people who do the month once a month we definitely need y'all to help training and doing small groups and stuff all right so that's on uh, april the 21st to the 24th so I encourage you to sign up so you can come uh, again it is limited seating because uh, we're doing it here at the church um and it's so also those of you that are watching online right now, if you're interested in, in coming to Train the Prophets on April the 21st to the 24th, please go to traintheprophets.com and sign up very, very quickly because I don't know how long the seats will be available. They're going to fill up really fast if you want to be here. Amen. All right. All right. Thank you, Sharonda. All right. Let's stand. Let's pray. We'll get our service going this morning. I hope that you're enjoying uh, the 930 service for praying for the Spirit of Prophecy Church. If you um, are not here, for those of you as church members, please come. Arrive by 920. Join us in agreement with prayer for our church to, for a new location and also for it to grow and um, other things that we're just, we are in need of. So make sure that you come in to be a partaker of that. We encourage you to do that. Uh, also, for those of you that are online, please, if you have a prayer that you want to pray for the Spirit of Prophecy Church, just send it to contact at spiritofprophecychurch.com and just let us make sure that you, we, we have it by Saturday night so we can read your prayer online. All right, God bless each one of you. For the Lord, I just thank you for each one that is here today. I thank you, Lord, that you've brought them. I thank you in the name of Jesus that they are supporters of the Spirit of Prophecy Church and all those that are online. I give you praise and I give you honor and I give you glory. And, Lord, I know that you are doing a work. You're doing a work at Spirit of Prophecy Church. You're doing a work in each one of us. And, Lord, I pray that each one of us get closer to you. Help us to walk in righteousness. Help us to walk in holiness in the name of Jesus. And for those that could not be with us here today physically, Lord, if there's there's any reason if they're needing to have um, uh, a vehicle to be able to get to the church and they really have the desire to do so I ask the name of Jesus you provide that way if they're needing finances Lord I ask that you give them provision for that in Jesus name Lord if there's any that are sick that are watching online or anyone that's not feeling well here today we ask in the name of Jesus that you go and touch them right now Holy Spirit touch them right where their need is right now in Jesus name and we command that spirit of infirmity to get out of them right now in Jesus name Lord we are a fivefold ministry and we're also we have have intercession going on and intercessories uh, prayer and also deliverance and all kinds of things that are going on at this church Lord, i thank you i thank you that you've trained and you're equipping so many people to do the work of the ministry and lord we do give you praise we give you honor and we give you glory today and all the church said amen 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 hallelujah give the lord praise and it's now time for i'll turn it over here to 
Pastor Lou for offering. So let him be seated for a moment and we'll let him bring the offering. Good morning, church. Look at all those happy faces out there smiling. You two online, I, I can see you smiling. So uh, we do a prophetic act here, um, bring the offering to the feet of the apostles. Apostle Stan. <laughs> so come forward. Um, chili today, hot tamale. We have a chili contest today, and so... It's the greatest chili in the world contest, and so we're going to have the greatest offering in the world contest today. <laughs> so, for God so loved the world, he gave. So, we talked about giving. You cannot outgive God. In fact, he says, test me, prove me. See, if I will not open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing you can't contain. Yes, SOP right here, SOP right here. Enzo, look at my finger. <laughs> SOP. These are missions. This is church offering. So we've been praying to expand the church. We want you online. I'll just say it like a Texan. Sell your house, move to Plano, Texas. Sell your house, move to Plano, Texas. You're in Kentucky. Maine, you know, Arizona, California, and you're calling and going, where can I find a church like yours? It's here. Sell your house and move to Plano, Texas. Come and be a part of our church. We need each other. This is spirit to spirit. We train and equip the saints for the work of the ministry. And time to pray, I believe. Thank you for your offerings. You are generous online and here. We thank you. Faithful, faithful. All the way down. Lord, we don't give to get. We give simply because we want to see your kingdom built. We want to see your kingdom blessed. And Lord, we ask that you would multiply this like you multiplied the fishes and the loaves and that this would be enough pressed down, shaken together and even overflowing. But Lord, I ask also that you would bless it and return it back to the people many fold back. Deuteronomy 111 says a 1,000 fold blessing. And Lord, I pray that blessing return back to the people in this world and the next and also financially as well as spiritual blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father in heaven, I thank you for these faithful givers. And sometimes the world is a heavy weight upon our shoulders. So I ask you, because of their faithfulness and their giving, their sacrifice, that you would loose into them the joy of the Lord. For the scripture says the joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. And Lord, if we have strength and we have joy it will draw people unto you. So, Lord, I loose that for your people, and I say you are blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. For praise and worship. That's right. Praise and worship. Let's stand up. Hallelujah. You guys ready? Are you guys ready to praise the Lord? Amen. Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, are you free? Amen. Free indeed. Free what? Indeed. 
I'm hearing a few of y'all. Are you free? Free indeed. Hallelujah. That's what I'm talking about. Lord, you are worthy and worthy to be praised. King of kings and Lord of lords. Jesus, we cry out to you. Praise is rising. Eyes are turning to you. Yes, we turn to you. We turn to you. Hope is staring, hearts are yearning for you. Lord, we long for you. We long for you. Cause when we see you, we find strength to face the day. And in your presence, all our fears are Come on, they're washed away. away. Wash away, Hosanna, Hosanna, you are the God who saves us, worthy of all our praises, Hosanna, Hosanna, come have your way among Welcome you here, Lord Jesus. Hear the sound of hearts returning to you. Lord, we turn to you. We turn to you. We give you the praise in your kingdom. Broken lives are made new. You make us new. We want to see you, Lord. Because when we see you, we find strength to face the day. In your presence, come on, sing and washed away. They're washed away. Washed away. Are washed away. Jose. of all our praises, Hosanna, Hosanna, come have your way among us, we welcome you here, Lord Jesus, hallelujah. In your presence, all our fears are washed away. Come on, they're washed. They're washed away. Because when we see you, we find strength to face the day. And in your presence, all wash our fears away. are washed away. They're washed away. Hosanna. Hosanna, you are the God who saves us, 
Worthy of all your praises Hosanna Hosanna Come have your way among us We welcome you here Lord Jesus Hosanna Hosanna You are the God who saves us Worthy of all our praises Hosanna Hosanna Come have your way among us We welcome you together this is how we fight our battles we never give up and we never give in to the enemy we're gonna stand strong and fight that faith when all I see is a battle you see my victory yes you too Lord. when all I see is a mountain you see a mountain move and as I walk through the shadow, your love surrounds me. Thank you, Hallelujah, Lord. There's nothing to fear now, for I am saved with you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So when I fight, I will fight on my knees with my hands lifted high. Oh God, the battle belongs to you. And every fear I lay at your feet, I'll sing through the night. Oh God, the battle belongs to you. And if you are for me, then who can be against me? No one. For Jesus, there's nothing impossible for you. Yes. And when I see all the ashes, you see the beauty. Then I fight, I will fight on my knees 
of our God. You shine in the shadow. You win every battle. Nothing can stand against the power of our God. In Almighty Fortress, you go before us. Nothing can stand against the power of our God. You shine in the shadow. You win every battle. Nothing can stand against the power of our God. Fight my battles. This is how I 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 fight my battles. Come on. 
Jesus, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It Come on! Like I'm Praise His name! Worship His body name! Lord, we worship You! It may look, may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by You. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by You. This is how I fight my battles. 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 Come on. This is how I fight my battles. We fight it on our knees. We fight it with our voices. We fight it with our praise. This is how I fight. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Hallelujah. We're doing this one again. Yeah, she's up here. I mean, she's exhorting you to fight your battle. And y'all are just like this. We're just praying, like, just, 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 just being so, I don't know. I'm like, we're singing a song about fighting the battle. Okay, so are you going to enter into that? Right? I mean, step out of you. Some of you need to march around this place. Some of you need to get the, yeah, like he's doing here. I mean, fight those battles. You know, get it. Get your Bible. Come on, let's fight our battle. You all have a battle. Everybody has a battle. Instead of just being so pious and going, Fight my battle, I'm going to fight my... Was that how you're going to fight the battle? Are you winners? He is surrounding you. He's surrounding you. You know, these lying signs and wonders out there, these churches that say they have feathers coming down from heaven, that it's like, a, like it's a, an angel wing, which is an angel feather. It's a lie. It's a lie. Okay, it's in the gold dust and stuff like that, but yet we have the Lord on our side. Amen. And in the spirit realm, we win. Amen. Amen? We don't have to have lying signs and wonders to know that he is fighting our battles. You have a battle. You need to take authority over that. Enter into the battle. So let's land. Do it again and toss them again. And the rest of you up here in the praise team, come on. Let me see you fighting that battle too instead of just her. Amen. Let's do it. Hallelujah. Lord, we worship you and praise your name. This is how we fight our battles on our knees and lifting our hands. We give you the word. You are worthy. We give you the praise, Father God. This is how we fight. If you feel like you need this to march around, you can march battles. around. It does, does not interfere this with is the cameras. Do you have your Bible? Got that sword? This is how I fight. Have your praise shield? This, it may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. 
It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. We have a map up here. Some of you need battles. to get up here and pray for an area. This is how I fight my battles. Maybe it's a different part of the world. This is how I fight my battles. Come on, as warriors. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I find 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 my battles. Give them the worship and the prayer. This is how I find my battles. Declare right now, use the words. Cry out to Him, sing it, Jesus. This is how I find my battles. Win. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Yeah. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Jesus, It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you, Jesus. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Come on, declare it. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. This is now a fight, my Come on, worship him. This is Lift how your I hands and raise your battles. voices. This is this how is we how fight, fight the good battles. battles. We give this him the praise and we praise him in all things. This, this is, is how, how we fight it. This battles. is how we are victorious. This is how I fight We get on our knees. Battles. We praise him. We worship this him. This is how we win. This is how we fight it. This is how we it may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Yes. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I find 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 my battles. Jesus. Come on, warriors. Thank you, Jesus. Give Lord praise in here. We're supposed to be the warriors on the front line. Time to step up and take that reign. 
Father, I see that you are drawing a line in the sand, and I want to be standing on the side, holding your hand. So let your kingdom come, let it live in me. This is my prayer, this is my plea. Father, I see that you are drawing a line in the sand, and I want to be standing on your side, holding your hand. So let your kingdom come, let it live in me, this is my prayer, this is my plea, let the worshipers arise, let the sons and the daughters sing, I'm surrendering my Let the worshippers arise. Let the sons and the daughters sing. I'm surrendering my all. Yes, we surrender. I surrender to the King. Father, I hear it grow.
Come on, let's give him some praise this morning. Let's lift our voices and clap our hands. Father God, you are worthy to receive all the praise and all the glory Amen. and all the honor. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, we just praise you. Tell someone that you praise the Lord. Tell everybody you praise the Lord today. So turn to someone and say, we win the battle. Let me hear you. We win the battle. You win the battle. Tell them they win the battle. <laughs> never lose. We never lose. Hallelujah. So awesome, too, to see the kids get involved. Amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah, right? It is worthy to be praised. This is, you know, our song that we're going to sing all night in our heads, this is how I fight my battle. This is how I fight my battle. This is how I fight. I'll, I'll try not to hit you. See what I'm married to? Right. This is how I fight my so battle. So I wake up in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Lord, is so good. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day, this beautiful day that you've given us. Lord, I thank you that you have given us provision to be here. And Holy Spirit, you are so welcome in this place. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, the Trinity, we want to worship. We want to worship the one true King, the one that is the name above all names. We honor you. Lord, if we don't take your name in vain, we mean it. You are the name above all names. Amen. Hallelujah. And we will use your name, the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. Amen. Those strongholds have to come down. Yes. Diseases have to go. Yes. The lame shall walk. Yes. The blind will see. Yes. We'll be delivered. We'll be set free. Because the name of Jesus. Amen. The name above all names. Yes. The Lord, anoint this man of God right here. Anoint him to give the message that you placed on his heart to give. And Lord, again, I ask that you'll help us receive this message today. And Lord, we'll have remembrance of it even as we travel back home and reflect on the message and then reflect again during the week and for years to come. Let us have um, the ability to learn your word and to memorize your word and help us to have the ability to remember the messages that you give us. We don't take them lightly, God. Now anoint him from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are thy ways, thou King of saints. Who shall not fear thee, O Lord, and glorify thy name? For thou only art holy. For all nations shall come and worship before thee when thy judgments are made manifest. Wisdom and might are yours. You change at the times and seasons. You removeth kings and setteth up kings. You giveth wisdom to the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. You revealeth the deep and secret things. You knoweth what is in the darkness, and the light dwelleth with you. And Lord, as we go into these scriptures this morning, we know that we can't understand ink on paper unless your spirit shows us. So, Lord, we ask you to show us the deep and secret things. Show us the deep and secret things this morning. Help us to understand, every one of us, help us to understand by your spirit what you're saying so that we can please you, so that we can hear 
Well done, thou good and faithful servant. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. So Friday night at the Bible study. By the way, we have Bible study on Friday night. I probably should say this too. As we were walking out of the Bible study, I said, in my opinion, the Bible study is the foundation of every church. Why do I say that? It's the foundation of every church because if the people don't know the word, then they can't know the path to take. If they don't have the map, then they get lost in the city, right? So the Bible study is helping us to learn the map or to know the word. And then the sermons are to motivate us to follow it, to walk in the paths of righteousness. Broad is the way, wide is the gate that leads to destruction. Many there be that go there at straight is the gate. Narrow is the way that leadeth to eternal life. And few there be that find it. And we want to be part of that group that finds it. So Bible study is very important. We have to know the Bible, and then the sermon is to motivate us to follow the Bible. So that's the reason I invite you to the Friday night Bible study at 630. It's very important. So anyway, Friday night Bible study, I got several revelations. As I was going through this, I saw something deeper than I'd ever seen before. And yesterday as I knelt down, Lord, what do you want to say immediately? Talk to him again. Go through what you went through the Bibles uh, the, at the Bible study, Matthew 24 and 25. But I'm going to show him more. I'm going to show him more. How many you want to know more? You want to know the deep and secret things of the Word, right? Okay, so we're going to look at the deep and secret things of the Word today. So we're going to start Matthew 24, and I'm going to move quickly because many of you are already familiar with this. So Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and disciples came to him, showing the buildings of the temple. They're trying to impress him. Jesus said to them, Seeing all these things, verily, means surely, I say to you, there shall not be one stone left upon another that shall not be thrown down. Well, sure enough, 40 years later, the Romans came in and sacked Jerusalem, and they burned the temple. When they burned the temple, they didn't know that around the temple was gold. So when they burned it, the gold melted and ran down between the bricks. <laughs> so they moved every one of these stones about the size of a Volkswagen, tossed them off less land. I've been there. I mean, it's probably a hundred foot high. These giant stones that weigh several, probably, I don't know, five, ten tons each, dropped a hundred feet and kerwham, knocked holes in the what was marble floor. But they moved every one of them until they got down and got all of that gold out, just like he said. So he said at the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately and said, now, tell us, when are these things going to be? And now he asked three questions. When are these things going to be? What be the sign of thy coming and at the end of the world? Now, what's the difference between the sign of the coming and the end of the world? Actually, they are different. When shall these things be? In other words, when is the temple going to be sacked? Well, that happened 40 years later, 70 A.D. Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no man deceive you. So why did he start with don't deceive? Because we are in the days of deception. We have been so deceived by the lying media, it's, it's frightening to see how many people believe the media. I was, as I was driving to church this morning, I looked over and there's a lady all alone in her car wearing a face covering. And I thought, 
Is there someone in your car? Because I don't see anybody in your car. So then why are you afraid you're going to? Fear. And I actually said out loud, I said, man, that's a lot of fear. A lot of fear. <laughs> Take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I'm Christ. And they'll start an internet channel. <laughs> True? And shall deceive many. You shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled. I think that's World War I, World War II. All these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. For nations shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There'll be famines, pestilence, earthquakes in diverse places. Some of that we've seen, but not all of it. All of these are the beginning of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted. I believe that's World War II, specifically the Jews, but not totally. And shall kill you, and you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Then shall many be offended. And shall betray one another. And shall hate one another. Many false prophets shall rise and deceive many. But because the iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Because the nations begin to sin so much and fall away from Jesus, the love of many waxes cold. Have you been out on the freeways lately? The the driving of many has waxed cold. (laughs) But he that shall endure to the end, the same shall be saved. Now, I need to say something about that. Because it sounds like if you live to Jesus' return, you're automatically saved. That's not exactly what it's saying. It's not saying if you live to the end, you get your name written in the book of life. It's saying if you live to the end and you don't take the mark and you don't receive Jesus, you're the corners not harvested, you're part of the nations, you're given the instructions, yes, we'll let you live up to a thousand years, but if you sin one time, a morning star judge shows up at the speed of thought, hits you with the morning star, you fall to the ground, a pile of ashes and bones, destroying both body and soul. Don't sin. So when he says, he that endures to the end shall be saved, is saying, saved from the wrath or saved from the morning star or you won't be burned up. But you don't get your name in the book of life unless you got to accept Jesus. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but through him. He is the way. There is no other name under heaven whereby men may be saved except the name of Jesus. He is the way. The tr- he is the door. For this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached into all the world. Now notice that. For a witness unto all nations, then shall the end come. In other words, that's fulfilled when the angel, which is about four months before Jesus returns, maybe five months, the angel flies through the, uh, uh, the heaven having the everlasting gospel to preach to every people, nations, kindred, and tongue, saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give heaven glory. Worship Him made heavens and the earth and the fountains of water and the seas. Worship Him. So I believe every ear hears it, every eye sees that angel because that's the last chance to get in just before we go to the marriage supper of the Lamb. That's not a rapture. That's not a protection. As a matter of fact, in my opinion, most Christians will be dead by then. So it's not protection. But this fits in with what we're going to show you. When you therefore see the abomination of desolation, what's that? That's when the Antichrist or the beast goes in, sits on the golden throne or the Ark of the Covenant, which is a golden covered wooden box, and he proclaims himself God. He stops animal sacrifice, sets up uh, an image, and the image speaks and causes all who would not worship the beast should be killed. 
When you see the abomination of desolation spoken of Daniel, the prophet stand in the holy place, run to the mountain. I believe they'll run 216 miles straight south down to the real Mount Sinai where they will offer sacrifices of praise, not sacrifices of animals. And they'll be supernaturally protected. On their way down there, the dragon cast water of his mouth that he might cause the woman to be carried away of the flood and the earth helped the woman. The earth opened up her mouth and swallowed up the flood which the dragon cast out of his mouth. And the dragon was wroth with the woman. Woman, why? Because he saw that God protected her. Wroth with the woman, he went to make war with the remnant out of her seed that keep the commands of God, have the testimony of Jesus Christ, those people that are still in Jerusalem that didn't flee. Now, on. I'm moving quickly. By the way, if this seems too quick, it's because you haven't read my book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. Get the book! Get the book! I mean, it's, I, I, it's, it's so deep. Somebody said, this is a four-year college degree, and I'll say, eh, it might be a little bit more than that. Okay, so he's on half taught, and let him not come down to take anything out of his house. He's in the field. Don't let him come back to get his clothes. Woe to those days with, uh, to those that have child. To them that can suck in those days, pray that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. Now, what we're talking about is the next time Jesus returns is called the midnight cry. At midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh, go yet to meet him. For those of you online, we're looking at the top left-hand corner of this chart. In the yellow it says the midnight cry. Then you see the baby. This has to do with first fruits. Okay, so the next time Jesus returns, he comes down on first fruits. Bottom left corner in the yellow, you see the word first fruits. He resurrects 144,000 one-year-old Jewish boys. And then they walk around for about 50 days. And I assume that he is trying to get the hard-headed, stiff-necked Jews to finally receive Jesus. After 50 days, then we, on the Feast of uh, Pentecost, then go to the marriage supper of the Lamb. Now, remember this because this is going to tie into the the two big points I'm going to make this morning. At the marriage supper of the Lamb, it says, Blessed and holy, he that hath part in the first resurrection, on such the second death hath no power. Meaning, if you make it to the marriage supper of the Lamb, you know you're already saved from the wrath to come. But at the marriage supper of the Lamb, we don't get our rewards there. The only thing we get is a wedding garment. We get to go to the wedding. And at the wedding, they bring Jesus before the Ancient of Days. And he has given dominion, kingdom, and a glory that all people, nations, languages, and tongues should serve and obey him. For his dominion is an everlasting dominion, and his kingdom that which shall not pass away, the Bible says in Daniel 7. That is when he changes from being lamb to lion, changes from being prince of the kings of the earth to become the king of kings and lord of lords. I want to be there. I want to see my God change from lamb to lion. At the marriage supper of the Lamb. And by the way, that's, this is the part that the pre-tribbers can't explain. They don't talk about this. They've got things all mixed up because they don't have the secret door to get the book. Anyway, so Jesus returns the next time on first fruits. He walks around with 144,000 for 50 days. On Pentecost, we go to the marriage supper of the Lamb. At the end of the marriage supper of the Lamb, about four months later, everyone is given a white horse. That's Jesus, that's the two angels that had the sickles, that's us and the armies in heaven. We are following Jesus. Jesus returns. By the way, I don't think it's in some planet heaven out there. I think it's another dimension, 
because the heavens roll back like a scroll and, and eternity is darkness. And we look up, and if we were on the, on the face of the earth at the time, we would see Jesus right there. And as he blows that morning star, which is like a light laser down, I've said this a lot of times, I'll say it again, never know when someone's new listening. That laser goes down and hits the tears that fall to the ground, a pile of ashes and bone, destroying both body and soul. As it hits the earth, the earth, boom, flames on and lights up. Sun's been out for 72 hours at this point, and it never relights because literally Jesus is the light of the world, okay? As it hits us, out of our belly flows rivers of living water, and just in an instant, we get our mantles, our crowns, our rewards, and if we have not done good, that's when some or all of our rewards can be removed. But yet, in other places, it says his body is saved. This is going to tie into our message. So then he returns here. This is the judgment seat of Christ, dead or alive, all in Christ. In other words, they had the opportunity to receive Jesus. They report to the judgment seat of Christ. There is no throne here. That's an important point. Then, ten days later, this is when Jesus arises to shake the earth terribly. Every mountain falls, every valley fills in. There's no more sea. Ten days later, this is the great white throne. Notice that word. I'm going to show you that in Scripture in a second. The great white throne. This is those people dead not in Christ. They never heard of Christ. They never had the opportunity to receive Jesus. They are judged by works. They are judged out of the things written in the books according to their works. We are not judged by works. Either you have the blood or you don't have the blood, period. Now, once you have the blood, then we can have mantles, crowns, rewards added. But if you don't have the blood, whoom, burned up. Got it? They are judged according to their works. I'll show you. Then five days later, here, it's tabernacles. That's the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven. Now, let's go back to, uh, I'll perhaps get to this. Let's keep going. For then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world of this time, no, nor ever shall be. And except those days should be shortened, there should be no flesh saved. Now, we know that Daniel specifically lays out the number of days. I do not think the days are fewer. I think just like it says, they're shortened. Right now there's 24 hours a day. But Isaiah 19 says the earth turneth upside down and scattereth abroad the inhabitants of. And it reels to and fro like a drunkard. So probably what happens is there's not 24 hours in a day. We know that Isaiah 30 verse 26 says that the sun gets seven times hotter. If there was 24-hour rotation and the sun got seven times hotter, it would probably cook everything on the earth. So maybe instead of 24 hours of rotation, maybe it's 20, maybe it's 18. But the earth is seven times hotter now, and so it has a faster rotation. And that's cause, except those days should be shortened, no flesh will be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days should be shortened. Then if any man shall say to you, lo, here's Christ. Or there, go to this website. This is where Christ is. <laughs> I mean, right? That is what we're looking at today. For there shall rise false websites and false <laughs> YouTube channels. <laughs> this is what I fight all day long. Oh, Stan, you've got to go see this one. It's like 10 seconds into it. It's like fingernails scratching on the on, on, on a chalkboard. It's like, ah, can't you? Ah, that's not God. I call Leslie in. Listen to this. That's not God. She does a little bit faster than me. 
false Christ, false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive deceive the very elect. The deceptions that are coming are going to be so good. This Antichrist guy, this beast guy, he's going to look good. He's going to sound good. He's going to be a man's man. He's going to be a woman's man. I mean, everybody's going to love this guy. If you love the flesh, you'll love him. Most people will accept him. One guy said, I cannot believe at how a man's words could, could so catch a person. That's what his words do. They catch us. Behold, I've told you before. Wherefore, if they say unto you, Behold, is in the desert, go not forth. Behold, is in the secret chambers, believe it not. Now, this is key. As the lightning cometh out of the east and shineth unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Meaning, as that eternity enters into time and the earth, roll, the heavens roll back like a scroll, and he blows that morning star or the, like that light laser down, it will look like the lightning shineth even from the east unto the west. See? See how it fits? For whosoever the, wheresoever the carcass is, there will the eagles be gathered together. Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened. And the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of heaven shall be shaken. Then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn. And they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds. That's not white cumulus clouds. Woe to those that say the di- that desire the day of the Lord is not a day of light, but a day of darkness and gloominess and thick clouds and darkness. Because eternity is darkness. And as that eternity enters into time, that's what makes it, it looks like the heaven rolls back like a scroll. He shall send his angels with the great sound of a trumpet. What trumpet would that be? The last, the, the last trumpet, the seventh trumpet. Open book test here, okay. <laughs> great trumpet. And they shall gather his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to another. I'm going to show you that on chart, how that works. Now learn the parable of the fig tree. This is Israel. When its branch is yet tender, when Israel is tender and young as a nation, and put it for the leaves, but it has no fruit. So that's kind of where we are right now with Israel. They don't have fruit. They haven't received Jesus, but they have leaves. You know that summer is nigh. So likewise, when you see all these things, know that it is near even at the doors. It is near, it is at the doors. Verily, that means surely again, this generation shall not pass until all these things be fulfilled. What's that saying? It's saying that when Israel becomes a nation, the people that are alive with a beating heart, when Israel becomes a nation, will not all die off before they see all of these prophecies come to pass. Well, Israel became a nation in 1948. So do you think there's some people still alive on the earth that were born in 1948? Sure. How much longer before they all die off? How long does a person live? I mean, these days, they, if you live 100 years, you did pretty good, right? So that'd be around 2048. I hope not, right? <laughs> Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Now, this is, if anybody doesn't want to study Bible prophecy, this is the most quoted verse in all of Bible prophecy. If I don't want to know anything about Bible prophecy, this is what they can quote. But no man knoweth the day or the hour. So that means I don't have to know anything. I don't have to worry. Okay, well, I'm going to bust that bubble right here. 
But no man knoweth the hour or the hour, no man, not, uh, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. Well, if we know when they opened the first seal, uh, Revelation 6, 1, I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder. And I pray often, Lord, if my physical ears can't hear it, I want my spiritual ears to hear it. I want to know when that first seal is opened. It will be open on a future Feast of Trumpets this year. That's going to be September the 25th, which is going to be the... that We're going to, by the way, hold a, a, a solemn September assembly again this year. So it could very well be that while we're in a solemn September assembly, mm -hmm. September 25th, that we hear the noise of thunder. But I don't know. It could be. Of course, if you talk to, to Lou, he'll tell you, no, you still got to have the third beast. You got to have the third beast. Okay. Well, we're going to be ready. So anyway, if we know when the first seal is opened, then we know exactly seven years later on another Feast of Trumpets, we know when Jesus is going to return. But we still don't know the exact day because the earth is turned upside down, the days are shortened, all reckoning of time is all messed up to a certain degree. We can guess, we can know, let's put it this way, if we know when the first seal is opened, we know the year, because we know exactly seven years later he returns. We would also know the month because it's Feast of Trumpets. We would have a pretty good guess as far as the day, but we still wouldn't know the hour. But hey, if you know when the first seal is opened, and you know Jesus returns seven years later, that's pretty good. Pretty good, considering we've been waiting over 2,000 years for him to return. Let's go on. I don't think I want to talk about that. I may have to come back to it. Now, this is important. But as the days of Noah were, so all shall the coming of the Son of Man be. Okay, what were they doing in the days of Noah? Well, yes, they were eating and drinking and marrying, giving in marriage, until the day Noah entered in the ark, and then not when the flood came and took them away, so also shall the coming of the Son of Man be. Two will be in the field, one will be taken. They're the left. Now, the pre-tribber says, Ah, there it is. That's proof that the pre-trib rapture takes some of some, some of That's about all it deserves. It's actually, if it's referring to the marriage supper of the Lamb, and I'm going to prove that here in just a second. Two women grinding the mill, one is taken, the other left. So what are we talking about in the days of Noah? Well, just so happened I got prepared to prepare or to explain that. Revelation 6.1, It came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth that daughters were born unto them and the sons of God. Now look at that. What are the sons of God? Well, I don't know what they are, but they're not in the image of God like Adam and Eve. That's why it says it that way. Agreed? Don't know what they are, but they're not Adam and Eve types. So the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair and they took wives of all they chose and there were giants in the earth in those days. Well, where did the giants come from? They came from a mixture of the sons of God coming down and mating with the daughters of men. And then their, their offspring were giants. Got it? Now watch this. Giants in the earth of those days, and after that, when the sons of God came into the daughters of men, they bare children unto them, and the same, look at this, look at this, the same became mighty men which were of old, men of renown. Now that word old in the Hebrew means eternal. 
apparently they did not receive they did not uh, they did not receive the curse of Adam, probably the seed of the serpent. So they were living forever. Now, why did God destroy the earth? Well, it does say that God saw the wickedness of men were great on the earth. Every imagination of their hearts, heart was only evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he made earth, it grieved him in his heart. He said, I'll destroy men which have created from the face of the earth. Every creeping thing fouls, and he repented them. Now, here's the point. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man, so it did have to do, he chose Noah partly because of his righteousness and perfect in his generations. So what had happened was the sons of God mated with the daughters of men. Their offspring were giants that weren't dying. How do you remove that from the earth? Remove sin, a lot easier. But how do you remove when the DNA of humans have been messed up? Flood. Flood. Now, what are they doing right now? (laughs) I could prepare a whole talk on all kinds of DNA editing and DNA this, DNA that. They're messing with our DNA all over the place, especially the last 20 years or so. So I believe what happened in the days of Noah, it's saying that there were giants in the earth. Say giants. Giants. That's important. Giants in the earth. They were not exactly 100% human. They were living forever, and they were causing big problems on the earth. Evil. Seven thunders revealed. Now, if you listen to the broadcast Friday night, you can't answer. Or if you listen to one of my programs this past week, and you heard it from the programs, you can't answer. So, if you didn't listen to those two, how many of you know what the seven thunders are? You didn't listen to the programs and you know what the seven thunders are? No, no, you didn't listen to the programs you know what the seven thunders are. I cannot tell you how many times I've prayed, Lord, I want to know what the seven thunders are. Lord, I want to know what the seven thunders are. Matter of fact, there's been times where I was on uh, tech support, you know, talking to Philippines or someplace. And they always ended with, was there anything else, any other questions you have? Yeah, what are the seven thunders? What? Never mind, never mind. (laughs) So I want to know what the seven thunders are. We now know what the seven thunders are. So here's the situation. I saw another mighty angel. This is Revelation 10. This is the starting where the two witnesses are introduced into the earth. Another mighty angel come down from heaven, clothed with a cloud, a rainbow on his head, and his face were as if it was shone, and his feet were as pillars of fire. He had in his hand a little book open, And I believe that little book is the book that John, the revelator, which would be one of the two witnesses, will eat. That brings lamentations, mourning, and woe. In other words, the words to prophesy the last three and a half years. He set his right foot on the sea, left foot on the earth, cried with a loud voice as when a lion roareth. When he cried, seven thunders uttered their voices. When the seven thunders uttered their voices, I was about to write. I heard a voice from heaven saying to me, seal up those things which the seven thunders uttered and write them not. That's what we have never known. For some 2,000 years, we have not known what the seven thunders uttered. Now I understand why God didn't tell us, and I'm about to tell you now what they are. So that's another big sign that we're really, really close when God tells us a big secret like that. He's saying, you're the last generation you need to know. February 5th, 2021, Betty Stevens had a vision. Now let me just say, 
Just because I think one person is hearing from God in this one particular dream or vision doesn't mean everything from them is of God. All right? I'm saying this one particular one I believe is of God. I was asleep and taken out of my body to this place out of the earth. I saw computers that left a hand on my shoulder and a voice behind me said, Watch and take note. It is much to your advantage to know the truth. Take a closer look. I could zoom in, and that's another thing. When people have dreams or visions, they often say, I can zoom in. So it's another confirmation she's really hearing from God. And I saw a black box with many knobs and controls. The voice spoke again and said, It will be a commanding voice for the giants. Hmm. As in the days of Noah? Are you catching? You seeing, seeing the connection? It will be a commanding voice for the giants. He called them Nephilim. Now another thing about this black box... She uh, later describes that the black box was the size of the size of the Trump Tower, and she tells that she's inside of like a some kind of an alien spacecraft or something. It's real, okay. I know it's very hard to understand, very hard to believe, but this one you better believe. The lights turned on in the upper room, and men and women walked in wearing white coats. They appeared to be high-tech scientists, doctors, and their assistants. They looked void of emotion or feelings. I was made to know that these people's DNA had been changed. Their bodies and their thoughts were not their own. The sons of God came down, made, okay, you see what I'm saying? As in the days of Noah, same thing. They kept their heads down, steady to the task, using hand speaking only. When someone asked a question, I was being shown great advancement of the highest technology. It was phenomenal. The gadgets, the controls, how it was all set up. It was technology not known to man. It is not coming. It is here. It is here now. It is not in the making. It's here now. I saw cots, tables, one on wheels with, uh, with, with bodies over under covers. They were wheeled across the room. Robots were escorted in and put on tables. Robots. Okay, that's probably half man, half machine. Robots were escorted in, put on tables. They were making robots high advanced technology, high advanced technology robots. They had no emotion. Their purpose was to do what we must do. We're going to get it done, and it's going to be done very quickly, I might add. It kept me to, it, it came to me that people have disappeared, as in being kidnapped and kept under the ice in Antarctica. They can't leave. They're exiled here just like John when he went to Patmos, as in against their will. I saw men in the white coats looking at the black box turning knobs. I heard a shrill whistle. This would not be heard by regular human ears. I heard it because I was in the spirit. I saw a vision like a TV screen similar to a computer screen. I saw giants appear on the screen. They looked human, yet their stance, fierceness, and their evil power radiated just from looking at the screen. It was not regular human power. This was beyond human. It was beyond human reasonable expectations. I saw enough to know that they were, look at this, perfecting giants down under Antarctica. This will be revealed. This is coming to earth. The black machine moved quite slowly. All of a sudden, the screen went black. The Lord said, you have been given this vision to share precisely as you have heard and seen it. You are to give this precisely with no big explanations, just as you were shown. 
I was allowed to see it, was told more will be coming. He said, little do they know that all this means all people will, all people will reckon with me the Lord at judgment time. At judgment day, they'll all be reckoning. The Lord continued, please pay attention now. I show you the seven thunders. In that moment, I heard such crashing. This is what the seven thunders sound like. Such crashing and bouts of thunderbolts of lightning all around through the whole place. Massive crashing of thunder and lightning. I heard these words from the thunder and lightning. It was a mixture of thunder and voices saying, release the giants upon the earth. Is in the days of Noah, so all, okay? Sons of God came down, made with the daughters of men, offering with giants. He needs to hear this, young people. Then more lightning and thunder continued. Then all became quiet. The vision ended as the Lord said, you are charged to give this revelation. The next day I got this email. It says, I received an email today telling me of your Seven Thunders YouTube video. I received from the, a, Lord, a word from the Heavenly Father in 2018 that as well as established it in my blog, this is what the Seven Thunders say, release the giants. Well, what does she say? Release the giants. The Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. This one was 20... No, this one was 2018. But the other one was 2019, wasn't it? 2021. Well, the point is, two different people, a couple of years apart, release the giants. I don't think that's set up. I think it's accurate. This is, so I went to her blog to prove it, and sure enough, this is directly copied off of her blog. 3-24-2018, she also saw release the giants. Now, I believe that those giants would be released in the middle of the tribulation. When we come across the next map, I'll show you. Back to Matthew 24. Watch therefore, for you know what hour your, your Lord doth come. But know this, that if the good man of the house had known what watched the thief would come, he would have watched and would have not suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore, be ye also ready for such an hour as you think not the Son of Man cometh. Who then is a wise, faithful and wise servant, whom his Lord hath made ruler over his household to give them meat in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall so find so doing. Verily I say unto you, that he shall make him ruler over his goods, but if that evil servant shall say, okay, here, now, the voice said to me, the seven seals play over seven years. The seven trumpets play over seven months. The seven vials play over seven days. Now, when do the giants arrive? Well, when do the two witnesses arrive? In my opinion, the two witnesses arrive right here in the middle of the tribulation. Now, for you online there, if you look at this blue arrow over in the left one-third, maybe the left one-fourth, this blue arrow pointing up and it says blue in the middle of the tribulation, I believe that's when the giants appear because that's when the two witnesses appear. Now, I've got other dreams and visions from other people that talk about the giants, which I didn't bring. I can't get into that. Hey, by the way, if you'll go to your iPhone or to your Android, and if you go to the download store, the, the Google Play or to App Store, type in Prophecy Club, we have an app. And you can download that app, and it updates every day. 
And that way you can start listening to a program every day. If you get a phone call, it pauses it. After the phone call, it starts playing again. So you can follow some of this stuff we're talking about. So <clears throat> the, the uh, two giants and uh, the, the two giants, two, the two witnesses and the giants appear here in the middle of the tribulation. Why? All of this is a test. All of this is a test to see if we can resist the temptations and the traps of the devil. Because if we can resist it, then we can become an overcomer. So now let's go to Matthew 25. Let me tie this together here. Then shall the, Now, just because we change chapters doesn't mean that we change thoughts. We're st it's still the same thought. He's still on Matthew 24, okay? Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins. Now, a virgin means that they'd accepted Jesus, okay? Which took their lamps. In other words, their lamps represents our body. Went forth to meet the bridegroom, okay? When's the bridegroom happen? Remember? Bridegroom happens at Feast of Trumpets. Yeah. Bridegroom, just check and see if you're paying attention. At the, the, the Feast of First Fruits, okay? I think I've got that in a... Nah. All right, I'll, I'll get to it. Then shall the king be likened to ten virgins which took their lamps and went to meet forth the bridegroom. Five were wise, five foolish. Days where foolish took their lamps. In other words, they took their bodies, but they took no oil with them. Now, what's the oil? Yes, what else is the oil? Word of God, anointing. What else is the oil? I'm sorry? Blood of Jesus, righteousness. The answer is, it's works, and it is the fire in our heart, the fire of the Holy Spirit. You're kind of right. The anointing, fire of the Holy Spirit, because if you have a fire in you, we can't shut up. I know before I got the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I never mentioned the word of Jesus outside the four walls of the church. After I got the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I couldn't shut up. Right? Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. The wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps, but the bridegroom tarried. Well, the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. They all slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh, go yet to meet him. Then all those virgins rose and trimmed their lamps. The foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. And the wise answered, saying, not so. Now, here's the way we would say that. All the virgins, all the Christians arose and trimmed their lamps. They all looked to see how they'd been doing. And the foolish said unto the wise, give us of your works, for our works are gone out. The fire in our heart has gone out. We haven't served, been serving the Lord. We've just been going to church, sitting in the pew, Tossing a little tip in. See what I'm saying? But the spirit of prophecy church, we have fire in our heart, right? Amen. While I went to buy, the bridegroom came. Now, I need to jump to one of my charts. And I think I, I'm going to back up here several to get to a chart here. But it's worth it for me to explain this. Okay, so here, this is what I want. So, the midnight cry, behold, there was a midnight cry. And it says, go yet to meet him. So what he's talking about, when the bridegroom comes, here, it's at first fruits. Why is it important that everybody wake up at first fruits? 
Why is it important that they trim their lamps? Why is it important to make certain here that they have oil in their lamps? Because 50 days later is Pentecost. That's when we go to the marriage supper of the Lamb. Stan, how do you know the marriage supper of the Lamb takes place on Pentecost? Good question. Because you go to Exodus 19, I believe it is, verse 1, and it says, And in the third month, and then it went on to explain about how God spoke audibly to the children of Israel and said, I will be your God if you'll be my people. And the people shook and they told Moses, whatever he says, we'll do. Okay, so that was the first marriage. That was the marriage between God and the children of Israel. That happened in the third month. Out of all of the seven feasts, there's only one feast in the third month. And that is the Feast of Pentecost. So we know Pentecost, the marriage supper of the Lamb. So what he's saying is, when you see me return in the midnight cry, which is going to be on the last first fruits. Want to know when Jesus is going to, when you're going to see Jesus next time? Right there it is, first fruits. Which is about six and a half years after the first seal is opened. And if you're living in Jerusalem, I believe you'll be able to go up to Mount Zion, which is a fairly small mountain, and you'll actually be able to meet Jesus. He'll still be in his lamb body, probably still wearing the same clothes. Because Acts 1.11 the angel standing there says, You men of Galilee, why stand you gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, same Jesus, this same Jesus shall so come in like manner. Okay, he just let Thomas feel the nail scars. He just had fish with the disciples. So he was still in the lamb body. So he left anywhere up in clouds. And the next time he comes, he comes down in clouds, probably the same clothes, definitely the same body, the lamb body. He resurrects 144,000 one-year-old Jewish males. That's here. They walk around for 50 days. Probably what he's doing is saying, you want to feel the nail scars? All you Jews out here that don't believe that I was crucified or was hung on the cross, you want to look at the, the, the sword where it went in? Here's proof. This is the last chance. That's why he calls it, Behold the bridegroom cometh. At midnight there was a cry because this is midnight, Okay. Is this making sense now, tying in? Okay, this is midnight here. So then we go to Pentecost, we go to the marriage supper of the Lamb. About four months later, we return with Jesus on white horses. Now, with that in mind, let's go back to these scriptures because they're about to come alive now. They went to buy, but the bridegroom came. They that were ready, what makes us ready? Fire in our heart. Winning souls, serving the Lord. Now, Spirit of Prophecy Church online here in the audience, here's the question today. Are you winning souls? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm attending church. No. Are you building the kingdom of God? Are you winning souls? It should be <clears throat> that wherever we typically sit on a Sunday, it ought to be that we have a guest beside us. And there ought to be another guest beside them that's been coming for a while. It ought to be we've got another guest beside them that's been here two or three years and their whole family. Right? Right? Or are we just coming ourselves? Do we consider it? And I've been praying like a lot. I said, Lord, you gotta, you got to help me say the words here. Are we... Considering, look at, you know, I get up, I go to church. I mean, I drop in the offering, you know, I, I, I 
do some of the chili cook-offs. I mean, you know, I mean, how's that building the kingdom? It's building us, but is it building the kingdom? So the message today is, Spirit of Prophecy Church, it's time for us to all look in our hearts and say, is the fire in here? Is the fire in here enough to where we can't shut up, to where we're talking to people about Jesus? Eric's not here today, so I'll say, probably Eric brings more guests than anyone else I can think of off the top of my head. Has a lot of guests. We need to be bringing guests. Well, wait a minute, Stan. I mean, it's, it's Stan Alessa's responsibility to bring in, uh, more people to the church and get more people to the church. I'm sorry? <laughs> I didn't write the stuff. I'm just telling you this is what it's saying. It's saying if you want to go to the marriage supper of the Lamb, have the fire, and the fire means you're bringing guests. If you're not bringing guests, you're not building the kingdom of God, then how can we say we have the fire? Right? Oh, well, now that's your opinion, Stan. Wait a minute, I got more. Afterward came the other virgins, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. Verily <laughs> yeah, I was saying to you, I know you not. Wait a minute, I accepted Jesus. I go to church. You, you can see I warm the bench every Sunday. I'm trying to be nice about this, okay? What I'm trying to motivate you to do is to bring more guests, right? This is, I mean, this is what it's saying here. I know you're not. <laughs> you mean I got to actually build your kingdom to be called part of your kingdom? Well, now here's a big question. Watch ye therefore, for you know neither the day or the hour where the Son of Man cometh. What he's saying is really don't worry about it, just build my kingdom. Now, here's further confirmation. Coverstone dream, this is only a paragraph from it. His pace quickened even more. He began touching the shoulders of each person and pouring oil on their heads from a pitcher that never emptied. So here oil is represented by the fire or the anointing, like someone said. The oil was running down their faces, down on their hands, even flowed onto the words that were all writing on the pages of the test books. Suddenly, the words on the pages became flames which went up the arms onto the chest of each individual. The man spoke very loudly and said, One minute remains. Please finish the task to the best of your abilities. It's saying we should all have that fire in our heart. What is the oil? The oil is the fire, and the fire means we're bringing guests into the kingdom. Well, you don't have to bring them to the Spirit of Prophecy Church. You can lead them to the Lord right there where you are, and you can... Set up a time and start having Bible studies with them, and you know you can you can develop them yourself. It's a whole lot harder. It's a lot easier just to invite them to come to church, right? Here's another one, whole another different dream, another paragraph. Suddenly, the man I see appeared next to the window and said, "I need you to work." Hmm, that's the message of today. She kept her head down and said, "But things are crumbling around me." The man bent down and put her face. Uh, the man bent down and put her face in his hands. I will go, this is Jesus speaking, I will go through the fire with you, but you must work now. I will go through the fire with you, but you must work now. He repeat, repeated to her, and his hands on her head, and oil spilled all over her. So what is the oil? If we want to go to that marriage supper of the Lamb, we have to have the oil. The oil is the fire. 
If we have the fire, then we can't shut up about Jesus. Amen. Right or wrong? Yeah. Amen. I don't like this kind of preaching, Stan. <laughs> I didn't write the stuff. But is it accurate? fourth billboard was people praying. There was a small church. Room was cold, dark, and they were huddled in seats, shivering. The man I walked in. This is the angel speak to him and asked loudly. So the angel says, where's the fire? At this statement, the ten people praying while seated covered their faces in shame and looked away. He then said, look at me and stand. And they stood. Now this is the people that weren't doing a job very good. He put his hand right in the air and said loudly, where are the Pentecostals from the spirit of... Oh, no. Where are the Pentecostals full of fire and spirit and faith? And why are you sitting coldly and idly by while the world freezes without your fire? Isn't that really discussing what he's looking for in our heart? Isn't he really saying he wants us to all be on fire? Isn't that really the oil? And if we have the fire, then we have the works? He that overcometh and keepeth my works to the end. The same will I give power over the nations. He shall rule them with a rod of iron. As the vessels of a potter, they shall be broken to shivers, that's ashes. Even as I received my father, and I will give him the morning star. He wants us to work. And in America, oh, no, you don't understand, Stan. I mean, I've tried to talk to people about Jesus. You know, America, they don't want to hear nothing about Jesus. You know, if they want to hear about Jesus, they can turn on the TV and then listen to radio and go to the Internet. They don't need me. Well, how's that working out? Not so good. He needs us have a little bit more steel on our backbone, a little bit more courage. He needs us to go and talk to people. Right or wrong? Where's the fire? Where are the Pentecostals full of fire and spirit? Well, the spirit of Apostle Church. Well, then how come it's not growing more? Well, you need to pray. Well, we are praying. But at the end of the day, we still got to invite, right? It's really quiet in here. <laughs> Let's move along, move along. Give them fire. Give them food. Stop having the appearance of Pentecostals while you deny the power you should walk in. Well, <clears throat> we could walk in more power. Yes. We could do that. We're going to do that. Right. Amen? Yes. He opened his right hand and a flame appeared. He blew it and embers went swirling in the air, falling on their heads. It seemed to light oil. Hmm. Boy, doesn't that fit. It seemed to light oil within them and spread to their hearts. It roared out of their chests because if you got fire in here, you can't keep it in here. God talk about Jesus all the time, right? And spread to their hearts, it roared out of the chest with a loud noise. Five of the on fire believers with smoke coming out of them went onto the streets, went onto the streets, went onto the streets. In other words, we ought to be having guests. Okay? The heads of the other five were on the fire, but not on their hearts. Okay, the heads of the other five were on fire, but not on their hearts. Okay, so how do we know when the fire is in our heart? We can look beside us and see if we're inviting guests. The man said, you might as well stay here, as you have nothing burning in your hearts, and therefore nothing to share. Is that what's missing? 
Is that what is the ones that didn't get in, the five that didn't get in that weren't ready? Was that what was missing? I know, I know. This is important when we'll close. One more. The kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. His goods would be all the power of the Holy Spirit. And he gave one five talents, another two, and another one. And likewise, he had received two. He also granted another two. He had received one, went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants came and reckoned with them. So that he had received the five talents, came and brought five of the talents, saying, Lord, you gave me five talents, here's five talents more. He said, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. I will make thee ruler of many things, enter into the joy of the Lord. He had two, reported back two more. I've gained two other. He said, Well done, thou good and faithful servant, enter into the joy of the Lord. He that received one talent, now this is meaning at least salvation, said, Lord, I knew you were a hard man, reaping where, reaping where you're not sown, gathering where you're not strawed. And, and I was afraid. I went and hid the talent in the earth, and here it is. I've got it. The Lord answered and said, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knewest I reap where I not sowed, and gather where I not strawed. Thou oughtest therefore to put my money into the exchangers, and then at my coming I should have received mine own with usury. Now what's that mean? That's for the folks that say, well, you know, I can't lead a Bible study. Uh, I, I can't talk to people uh, much. I, I, I can't do a radio program. I can't do a TV program. I can't do all that. No. But what you can do is give it to the exchangers, see, ones that can. So even if you can't do it, you give to others, you support them. That's what it's saying. So then what did he say? He said, take the talent from him that only had the one and give it to him that had the ten. Everyone that has shall be given. And he that has abundance, but he that hath not shall be taken away that which he even has. Now, what's the one thing that everybody gets when we receive Jesus? That would be salvation. I don't want to believe, but what it may be saying is, <laughs> if you don't lead someone to the Lord, then you haven't served, and the one is given to the other. And cast ye, up the cast ye out the unprofitable servant into outer darkness, and there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. I want to believe that after Jesus returns on the Feast of Trumpets, they're taken out of the darkness, but there's no scripture that says exactly what happens to them. But the point is, is we've got to do everything we can to win as many people as we can. I know, I know we're late. Uh, okay, last page, last page. When the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the angels with him, then he shall sit on the throne of his glory. That throne is talking about here. This is the throne. I said I'd show you the throne. This is the throne. This is not where we report. These are people that have never had the opportunity, never heard of Jesus. All of us report here. Dead or alive, everybody in Christ is judged here. And I think I'll close there. I'll close there. Lord, 
you know, I know, the, I know these people. I love these people, Lord. And I know that their heart, their heart is to do everything they can to serve you. I know many of them would give their life for you. But Lord, it is difficult to talk to Americans these days about Jesus. It's difficult to get them to go to a church. It takes a bulldozer to drag them in, feather to run them off. But Lord, I ask that you would begin to make conversations. Open up doors for us to talk to people. Talk to people about Jesus. And if they can lead them to the Lord right then, do it. If they're ones that, if, if they won't come to church, get them in a Bible study between the two. But those people that can, Lord, make a way that we can begin to invite people. By your spirit, you open the door, get into the conversation so that we can invite them to get them to come in because we want to hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. We want to turn some 10, some 30, some 60, some 100 fold. We want to build your kingdom. Lord, we ask you to cause us to be able to bring people in in Jesus' name. Amen. I think I'm going to leave it there today. God bless you. Thank you for coming. We've got chili cook-off. I guess I need to th pray thanks. Thanks for the food. Thanks for the food, Lord. No, we th <laughs> thank you, Lord, for the food. We ask you to bless her. She'll balance our bodies. We sanctify clean, healthy, and wholesome in Jesus' name. And may the best chili win in Jesus' name. Amen.